Welcome to Motherhood Unedited. I'm Shana Feingold, a licensed clinical social worker, postpartum coach, and founder of Mindful Reflections. I'm here to show you motherhood in all its glory through speaking with moms about their experiences. It's time women got the chance to speak their truth and to realize that they aren't on this journey alone. Welcome back to another episode and another season of Motherhood Unedited. Pregnancy in the postpartum time period comes with its fair share of challenges. Something that comes up a lot for moms is that their body is forever changed, and it did not bounce back like they thought it would. They breastfed, they tried to eat right, and maybe even started to incorporate exercise back into the routine. Yet, they saw little to no difference. The number on the scale didn't budge, and their clothes still didn't fit from pre-pregnancy even months after giving birth. It can be really disappointing and frustrating when that becomes your reality. I think many moms out there know that carrying a baby for nine-ish months will take its toll on the body, but it's frustrating when you work hard at it and you still don't see a difference. This week, we are lucky to be chatting with Dr. Jackie Kickish, a postpartum physical therapist, therapist, (laughs) helping moms heal their body after pregnancy. We are chatting about so much as it relates to motherhood and the body. From the changes that happen to societal expectations of how a body should look and feel. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Jackie. Jackie, I'm so excited to have you on with me today. And with your background and specialty, I thought it would be really great to have a discussion about everything related to the body and motherhood. So... A woman's body goes through, as you probably know, so many changes throughout pregnancy, birth, and even long after delivery. And a lot of those changes have such an effect on how a mom sees themselves, how they see their pregnancy, birth, and even their postpartum experience. So I I know sometimes it's hard to kind of go into the personal stuff, but I, I kind of want to hit the ground running. <laughs> Uh, on a personal level, what was it like for you going through all of those changes with your body and just the mindset around that? Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, yes, of yes. So, um, yeah, things were definitely, so I, my first pregnancy was my twins. Um, so going from, you know, no children to being pregnant with twins and then having two newborns was definitely um, very overwhelming, (laughs) Um, very, very challenging. Um, And just not knowing, I think, what to expect postpartum, you know, especially like the first time that you're pregnant, you really, you know, obviously don't know what to expect postpartum because you've never been through it before. So um, I was definitely surprised, I think, with how long my body needed to actually recover postpartum. And I feel like I really didn't give my body enough respect for the changes and everything it went through throughout the pregnancy, Um, especially having two full-term babies in there. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just, you know, um, I mean, yeah, it's just amazing what our body goes through while, you know, we're pregnant. Um, You know, obviously the abdominals stretch out and expand, the rib cage, you know, stretches out and expands. you know, it affects our breathing, our posture, and just so many other things. And so, 
you know, I think unfortunately just with the society that we live in, a lot of moms think that, you know, I hate the term snap back or bounce back that, you know, a couple months after pregnancy, they're just going to bounce back to, you know, their pre-pregnancy clothes or whatever. And, you know, our abdominals and bodies definitely do not snap back. <laughs> no, um, no, it no, no, no. <laughs> definitely not. But I think for me as a first time mom, just like, you know, seeing that in society and seeing like other friends go through it, you know, on Facebook and social media and things, we have this like preconceived notion as to what it's going to be like when we go through it. And then when I did go through it, it was like, oh, wow, I'm not losing the, the pregnancy weight right away. You know, even though I'm breastfeeding and pumping for two, you know, everyone says like, oh, if you breastfeed, the weight just falls off. That did not happen with me. <laughs> so I was like, what is going on? You know, everyone's talking about how they, you know, lose a lot of the weight with breastfeeding because it burns more calories, you know, and everything like that. But that was, that was not my experience. So my, you know, I, I felt very frustrated, um, you know, definitely overwhelmed having twins the first time around, but um, definitely frustrated and really kind of lost, I guess, as to, you know, the, yeah. especially that first year postpartum, it was very difficult. I mean, the stretch marks, the loose skin, like you just kind of think it will, you know, eventually go away. And it just, you know, it really didn't that first year, it took, you know, a lot longer to really work on nourishing my body and kind of slowly healing. Yes. That that's a definite thing to to talk about. That there is this idea and this preconceived notion that it's fine. You'll deliver and you'll bounce back, and yeah. things will be the way they were. And not to say that you know you can't lose the body, the the weight. I mean, right? But your body is completely different. It's gone through this big transformation. It's different. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. That is definitely true. Yeah. And I, I think for, you know, for me, that was hard to accept, you know, and I think for a lot mm -hmm. of new moms, it probably is hard to accept because, you know, again, we unfortunately, you know, with social media, we tend to compare ourselves a lot to other people or, you know, you know, models and stuff like that on the magazines. Like we just have to, you know, really respect, yeah, our bodies of what they went through and, you know, realize that, you know, things do change after having, after having babies and that that's okay. And I just think that, you know, that sometimes can be a hard thing to accept. Yes, it, yeah. it really is. And I, I know that when I had my first, I was very shocked at the fact that even two weeks later, I still looked like I was pregnant. Yes. And that was really hard for me because I'm like, no. Like, yeah. I've heard people say that, you know, they went away in their same jeans right. that they came in or whatever. And I'm like, I wasn't no. like, I don't, what? Yeah. No, that was not my experience. Yeah. And so that was a big shocker for me to actually see that. Yeah. I still look pregnant. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. Even like a month or two so. later, it's, you know, it takes time for your uterus to go right. down to, you know, decrease its size. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. For sure. And it's hard because you think about your, maybe your physical fitness regimen before having kids. Yes. And then you want to kind of go back to that. And yes. 
I don't know. I don't know what you share with clients or what you had in your own personal experience about that fitness piece of it to try to help move it along. Yes. And so that's kind of really what um, helped me create my business is that, yes, like we go to the doctor four to six weeks, excuse me, postpartum, we get the green light. And a lot of us, we think that as, okay, I can go back to doing whatever I was doing pre-pregnancy. And that's definitely not the case because your body is still healing, you know, especially if you had a C-section of major abdominal surgery, um, you know, and that, you know, takes a little bit longer to recover compared to a vaginal birth. Um, So once I um, just kind of really realized that in society in general, there seems to be a lack of education and support for moms postpartum. That is where, you know, I really wanted to help moms kind of fit that piece of the puzzle is like, okay, I had a baby, you know, so many months ago, or maybe even, you know, a couple years ago, but, you know, my core is still weak, I'm still having, you know, pelvic floor issues. And, you know, I want to, you know, be confident and feel strong in, you know, doing whatever I want to do postpartum, but they're not quite there yet. So I think from my experience, seeing, seeing the disconnect, really like just kind of in the medical field completely. Um, you know, we, we're not really given much guidance. I feel like, you know, at the four to six week visit, it's kind of like you get the green light, you know, you're okay to resume like normal activities. And some doctors may go into, you know, a little bit more detail, more details or not. Um, but, but yeah, just definitely that, that piece that return to exercise, um, is just is definitely there's more there's more pieces to the puzzle yes there's definitely a lot more pieces yeah. because even if you're given the green light like you said it doesn't mean that you go and you run a marathon like things are right. so different <laughs> right. and and I know for right. me and this is definitely not talked about like I was still having issues with going to the bathroom you know, two yeah. months later. And I thought like I was broken. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to have to wear a diaper for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, I was just, I, that was awful. And I was like going and going to the gym just was so far removed from where my yeah. body was. So I don't know if you yeah. can touch on just even being mindful and respectful of your body and what it means to listen to it and what it needs. I don't know if that's something you preach or anything. Yes. Yes. I mean, definitely. So, I mean, really after, you know, the first, like, I would probably say, you know, after about six weeks postpartum, you know, you get the green light to return to exercise. You know, yes, that doesn't mean like going back to the gym, lifting weights or doing, you know, hit exercise or, you know, going running it's definitely very important to make sure we focus on building a strong core, a strong foundational system. And so I want to be clear, that does not mean crunches and planks. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was like, that's what that means, right? Yes. No, that is not what that means, which I know that's what a lot of women do. And, you know, a lot of women think, but um, it's, it's really, you know, gentle core strengthening exercises that, you know, really work on connecting the mind with your deep abdominal muscles. And so one thing that I really did not realize until I became a certified pre and postnatal corrective exercise specialist is how important breathing is after we give birth. So when we are pregnant, because of 
you know, the, the changes that happen and the diaphragm, which is our major, um, our main breathing muscles, um, our muscle, our lungs, you know, our internal organs, everything is like really squished and moved around. And so after we give birth, it, you know, our breathing just does not return to normal. So a lot of women who are pregnant kind of have more of a shallow um, breathing pattern where they're not getting that deep, um, you know, belly rib cage expansion. And so after we give birth, we don't return to that proper breathing pattern. So the first thing we actually work on postpartum is really restoring that normal breathing pattern because that actually affects your abdominals and your pelvic floor muscles. I did not know that. So for a lot of people, yes. So for a lot of people who do have like leaking or incontinence, sometimes even just improving their breathing and their posture will help improve with their pelvic floor Oh, I wish I knew that, you know, four years ago. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I know. So yes, you can do as many exercises, you know, for the core as you want. But if we actually don't fix the breathing and the posture first, we're not going to be able to heal, um, you know, a diastasis recti, which is the abdominal separation, um, you know, or the pelvic floor dysfunction. Wow. I had no idea. That probably explains so much. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because... Because, yeah, your breathing yeah. 100% changes when you are pregnant, yeah. but you don't really, you just assume yeah. that it went back to the way it was after delivery. Right. Yes. I mean, I remember doing a, a flight of stairs and I was like really short of breath. When I was pregnant with the twins, I would do a flight of stairs and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so short of breath. Like, it's just, it's just amazing how your body, you know, changes and like even compensates for, you know, the changes that it's going through, you know, during the nine months that you're pregnant. Yeah. So, uh, so yes, my advice would, you know, definitely, you know, we need to start off slow and lay down the correct foundational systems, which is breathing and posture, and then kind of going into the gentle core strengthening exercises and then kind of slowly progress um, from there. That's, that's a really yeah. good tip, actually. And it's interesting because yes. it took us nine months to, you know, nine yes. to 10 months or whatever the actual week is to actually develop this human and to our body had changed so much and yet we just assumed that you know bam six weeks it takes also another you know they actually say i know everyone lives in this like you shouldn't say should but it's so if if you get pregnant within that first year after delivery that like they say that that's not always the best choice only because your body is still trying to recover and get back to something, some resemblance of normalcy. Yes. And it's still healing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen parents who have, or moms, I guess, who have gotten pregnant so soon thereafter and then any changes that they see or is it? Um, I have, I've, I know of people who have, but I have not seen them like postpartum as, as a client. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cause I've always thought about because I had a lot of issues with the separation of my abdominal muscles, and okay. so I had to kind of repair yes. that a little bit. Okay, I was worried with my second that it was just going to completely separate, and my doctor was like, "No, actually, it hasn't moved." I was like, "Oh, thank okay." God. I don't know what was different, well, but yeah. perfect. Yes, <laughs> so maybe some exercises helped. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. What would you say that to that person? I don't like to exercise. So what would you say to the person who 
doesn't really like to exercise, but knows that they need to strengthen their body postpartum. Like what tips or tools do you provide those people? Yeah, I would say to always start off very slow, like in small baby steps. Um, And that's really what I recommend, you know, for anyone who's trying to, you know, improve their healthy, you know, habits or healthy lifestyle when it comes to, you know, eating better or exercise is, you know, if you're someone that, you know, you don't like to exercise or enjoy, you know, definitely remember your why, you know, as to why you want to do this. So sometimes if we're reminded, you know, not only of our goal, but, you know, I want to be stronger so that I can keep up with my toddler or, you know, a lot of times our why is, you know, a big motivating factor and, you know, definitely start off small. So, you know, okay, I will exercise one time this week for 15 minutes, you know, at home and do that for a week or two. Now I'm going to exercise two times a week for 15 minutes and just kind of slowly, you know, gradually increasing the amount of time or, you know, the amount of days per week um, that you exercise and definitely know that it doesn't have to be intense, you know, to, in other words, to get results. And I think that was definitely a mindset shift for me because before pregnancy, you know, I would work out for like 45 minutes to an hour. And postpartum, it's like, okay, I don't, I don't really have time, of, you know, I don't have a full hour of uninterrupted time to work out unless it's at night after the kids are in bed and by then I'm too tired. So that's not going to happen, you know, so really just finding those like 15 to 20 minutes chunks of time in your schedule. And, you know, I, I teach to, you know, pencil it in, in your schedule. So, you know, you're keeping it as an appointment, you know, and a lot of times, you know, I, I know I feel better after I exercise. Um, you know, my mood is better. I'm less stressed or anxious. And so, you know, just remembering how your body and mind feels after you exercise is also kind of a motivating factor. Yeah, that's a good thing. Because I know I always am like, I feel really good afterwards. But then the motivation yes. to do it is always... Getting started, yes, is is a lot of times the hardest part. Yes. Even though when I'm in it, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm doing this. This is fine. But yeah, yeah. definitely that, yeah. that drive. So yeah. time-wise is a big piece, obviously, after you've had a kid and yeah. it's you're just starting to get adjusted to whatever the chaos or right. routine, maybe you're yes. finding that, to yeah. actually find time to exercise or do any of the strategies that you might provide a new mom but what do you say when they're like I don't have time I don't even have 15 minutes is there things that you work with your clients to help make that yeah I mean definitely in the early postpartum stage obviously it's harder with a newborn if they're you know not sleeping through the night and you're pumping or breastfeeding um you know that's definitely a difficult time. And so, um, you know, that's why I really would just start off with like 10 to 15 minutes of, you know, of a given time to try and do a little bit of movement or exercise. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can also, you know, also ask for help maybe from a friend or a neighbor or a family member, like, Hey, can you watch you know, my child for a half an hour so I can go downstairs and, 
exercise, you know, um, I definitely think, you know, asking for help if we're, you know, if we're not able to find 15 to 20 minutes in our schedule to work on ourselves, to give us, you know, some self-care time, that's probably, that's kind of a red flag, I guess. Um, you know, to be able just to find 15 minutes where, you know, we're making us and our health and our recovery a priority and, and not an option. So I definitely think, you know, the mindset shift, and this was, this was actually really hard for me postpartum because three months, you know, I took my three month maternity leave and then I went back to work full time as a physical therapist. And so when I got home, you know, of course I wanted to spend every you know, single moment with the twins. And as a result, you know, I wasn't caring for myself, you know, so here I am a physical therapist, you know, (laughs) passionate about health and fitness. And, you know, I mean, everything just changed for me postpartum becoming a mom. And that's why I'm, you know, so passionate about this and helping moms because I know how hard, how hard it is. Um, And so, you know, I mean, yes, I, I was just like, you know, after a couple of months, I'm like, okay, this is not working. Like I do need to exercise. I do need to, you know, work on nourishing my body and giving myself time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that I'm putting my needs before the kids. I'm just saying that I, my, you know, my health and well-being is also very important. Right. Because how can you look after the twins if you are depleted of any amount of energy or anything. Yeah. Right. No, it makes it very hard. Yeah, it is. I think that was that that was one of the hardest like mental shifts for me postpartum is, you know, realizing, okay, I still need to make time for myself, um, which is hard when we're, you know, working outside the home and schedules are busy. You know, I understand that, you know, finding time to exercise can definitely can definitely be challenging. Um, and that's why I always recommend starting off with small blocks of time. Yes, for sure. Like small incremental changes are always better. What was the, that defining moment for you where you're like, I can't continue doing what I'm doing when you first had your twins? Hmm. I would probably say I was probably like nine or 10 months postpartum and I just still, still physically and mentally felt drained, Mm -hmm. just exhausted. And it's like, you know, I just like my pain points were higher than my, or my motivation was just, it was like, this cannot continue basically. Um, You know, I just, it's like, I don't want to feel this way and I can't feel like this forever to be the best mom and wife and daughter and everything. So yes, they were, I remember I had, I, I breastfed and pumped for about seven months with the twins. And so it was, it was probably, yeah, before their first year was when I was just like, I cannot continue feeling like this. And, you know, I also wasn't happy, honestly, with how I looked. Yeah. In the mirror, you know, I still was, you know, probably 40 pounds. I mean, I had gained about 50 pounds um, with the twins. And so, you know, still just, you know, being overweight and just, you know, not not happy, I guess, yeah. in my skin. And, um, you know, I mean, yeah. Right. Well, 
sometimes I, I think as moms, we have to get to that crisis point before we're like, oh, yes. I guess we need to make some changes. But is there anything yes. that you can think of that you either tell your tell moms that you work with or thoughts that not getting to that crisis point before? Like, is there things that like they should just be able to do or start doing so that they don't get to that point? Yeah, I would say, you know, really focusing. I don't think I focused on nourishing my body like throughout, um, you know, when I returned to work at three months, you know, it was just kind of like, I just let myself on the back burner instead of focusing on nourishing my body, um, you know, making time for myself, making, you know, especially for your mental health as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I do want to say it's not, you know, only about the physical health. And I think that's what, you know, a lot of us tend to kind of think about postpartum as worried about snapping back or bouncing back. And we also really have to take into, um, you know, our mental health and emotional health as well. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I would really say focusing on nourishing your body and just also, I don't think I really respected what my body went through yeah. and like the whole recovery process. I definitely did after my second pregnancy because I had already been through it and I, you know, knew kind of what to expect and everything. But I think I was expecting for myself to, you know, quote unquote, bounce back sooner what society tells us that we're supposed to do. And so then I felt let down because I had these high expectations yeah. of what my postpartum recovery was going to look like. And then when it wasn't, it was like, oh gosh, this is not good. And mm. I, I think I was just like really down on myself mentally because I was not seeing the progress that I thought I was going to see. Right. And I, I think you have a good point about the connection between the mental health and the physical health. Because a lot of times when that mental health is suffering, your yes. physical health will follow suit. Because right. there's our motivation, there's our our ability to even engage with our body. Like so much of it is just right. survival. And it's like, okay, yes. if you don't nourish the mental health, it's gonna be really hard to work on the physical. So yes. yes. And and I think I mean the mental health sphere is my area of expertise and and I know sometimes okay. that is we wait till the crisis happens. But at the same time, yeah if we are able to kind of pinpoint some of those triggering moments. So I don't mean like triggering like from a trauma perspective, but I'm saying like, right. Those things like what you're saying where you're feeling disappointed because it's not happening as fast or those kinds of mm -hmm. thoughts, if you're feeling like you're having them and I don't know if you would, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you are agreeing with me, but yes, that, those are the things that you should start thinking about whether you need additional support to help you through this. If we're starting to kind of feel like yes. we are just not where we want to be and this isn't happening as fast as we want to be, where's our mental sphere in addition to our physical health? So, yes, absolutely. I, I love how you made that connection because yeah. it's so true. Thanks. Yeah. And um, going inside, I know you said that at the nine month you, you know, you looked at your body and it just wasn't where you wanted it to be. I want to just touch on the body shaming piece for a second. 
I don't know if you felt that for yourself where you're like, no, I'm supposed to be my post, my pre-pregnancy weight and, and this is how my body is supposed to be. And like, what were some of the mentality you had around yeah. your weight and body shape? Et yeah, I think, um, I think, unfortunately, I think social media definitely plays a big part in it because we see friends from high school or college or grade school and we see them have a baby, you know, maybe a few years before us and then six months postpartum, they're like rocking a bikini. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm not, and I'm nine months postpartum. So then you start to think, okay, what's wrong with me? What's, you know, what am I doing wrong? Um, and you know, everyone's body and pregnancy journey and, you know, everyone has, you know, some people have complications, you know, during pregnancy and not. Um, and so I think that definitely, you know, unfortunately played a big role is seeing, you know, a lot of other friends and acquaintances on social media, you know, looking and feeling better, I guess, you know, postpartum sooner. And then that just kind of, yeah, that's a slippery slope downhill. <laughs> yeah. No, I had a hard time with social media after after having my first because I would look at people like you said and I'd be yes. like, they're taking that picture right after they delivered. I was like, I look yeah. like if you look at my picture after I delivered, oh my gosh, I was a swollen I didn't even I couldn't even recognize myself. I looked so ridiculous. I was like, oh my gosh. But that was what my body went through. It was a hard time. Yeah. And yeah. so now I actually I mean, I'm in a different mental sphere at this point, but I look back yeah. and I'm like, my body went through a lot. Wow. Yeah. And now I actually yeah. thank it for all it it did for me and that it was able to actually yes. withstand a nine month pregnancy. So absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's definitely important. Just yes, respecting our bodies mm -hmm. a little bit more and realize that everyone's body is not the same. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 Absolutely. And everyone's yeah. physical appearance is different. Their body shape is different. Their yes. ability to, you know, like they're not like a rubber right. band where it's just like you open right. and it snaps yes. back. It's yes. Yes. I know. Yeah. Our abdominals are definitely not rubber. No, <laughs> no, they're not. Back. No. And, and they're changed no. and, you know, I, yes, that's kind of how it goes. Like boobs, everything, yes. the whole thing is different. Yes. So <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. So true. <laughs> so I know you've had another kid since your twins and you said that it was different yes. and just how you approached it. What do you think was the biggest shift between having the two, the twins and then having your third? Yes. Um, I mean, the pregnancy with the singleton, with the one, was definitely easier. Obviously, there was only one baby in there. It didn't have as much, like, hip and back pain. Um, but I think just knowing what to expect, like, recovery-wise, you know, just the soreness, you know, in the vaginal area, the abdominal area. Um, you know, I did get, like, a support band like kind of for postpartum just for those first um you know maybe week or so um but i think just you know be going through it the first time with the twins looking back and realizing you know what i had done wrong you know my mental you know basically my mentality state you know and just really 
again, respecting what my body went through during that nine months. I definitely feel like I gave myself more grace yes. with, with a second pregnancy. Um, and it's always nice just knowing what to expect. It's always, you know, it's a little nerve wracking when you're, you know, when I was pregnant with the twins, um, even though it was a vaginal delivery, I still had to deliver in the OR in case it needed to be an emergency C-section. Okay. So luckily both heads were down. So I was able to have a vaginal birth with the twins. Um, but but it was still just, you know, very overwhelming and anxious. I mean, there were like 15 people in the room. Wow. And it's like, okay, this is not what I was expecting the first time. <laughs> no, <to be> right? <laughs> Uh, and then, and then after, um, you know, baby, what they call baby A came out, then someone has to actually lay on your stomach to make sure that baby B doesn't flip because now there's all this room in the uterus because baby A is out. Oh my gosh. So I'm laying there and I'm, <laughs> you know, holding my abdomen to make sure baby B doesn't flip. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you had someone on top of you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What that is an experience. I'm like this is kind of wild. Yes, so definitely. I mean, just completely different. You know, birth experiences. You know, I think there were only three people or two people in the <laughs> so room different. with with the youngest, with the singleton. Um, yes, oh so God. definitely. I know. <laughs> I could imagine someone climbing on top of me after I delivered a baby, and then now it's like I have another one coming, and you you don't see that yes. on the TV. You're like, push I more. Right. I had no idea. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yes, that was something yeah. I didn't even think about. I'm like, oh, baby B could flip because, you know, they obviously don't want to do a vaginal right. birth and then a C-section because now you have two wounds instead of one. Oh, so gosh, yes. Oh, I never even <laughs> He's thought. He's like, we have to make yeah. sure baby B doesn't flip. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I didn't even didn't even really think about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is an eye-opening experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what must it <laughs> Like, I know we're, we're kind of coming to, to the ends here a little bit, but I just have to ask, what was it like to be like, okay, we don't want baby B to flip, and then they just climb on you? Like, were you just like, what's going on? Why so, <laughs> <laughs> are you getting on top of me? <laughs> so I do believe, if I remember correctly, I mean, definitely the last like three months with twins, you're there almost weekly for ultrasounds. Yeah. Um, and so I do believe like the week before giving birth, because I ended up being induced actually at 38 weeks and two days. Okay. Um, they don't really want you to go more than, or my OB didn't want me to go really more than 38 weeks. Um, and so I think that was something that they told us like the week or two before I was induced Okay, <laughs> is, you know, if you, if you do have a vaginal birth, you know, we do need to make sure you know, that, that baby B does not flip. Okay. So at least they gave you a <laughs> so heads up. I, I suppose like, I'm just going to climb they, on they, you. They gave me a heads up. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Cause I'd be like, what is yes. going on? All the whole thing is like yeah. new. And then you have this person on. Good. I'm glad they gave yeah. you a heads up. But yes. anyways, um, I would love to take the last bit of time to talk about your physical therapy practice and how you've you know, I know you touched on it a little bit, but just some of the services you provide, how people can connect with you, what, yeah. Yes, yes. So I'm on social media at DR uh, Jackie Kickish, and my website is JackieKickish.com. Um, you can also um, connect with me in my Facebook group called the Healthy Mama Huddle. 
And then, um, so the current program that I have right now is called She and 30. It's called Simple, Healthy, and Effective um, Nutrition and Home Workouts in 30 Minutes or Less. Um, this is more geared, geared this is one-on-one -on -one coaching, uh, but this really is not for newly postpartum moms um, because this is a little bit more like intense um, workouts. Um, and I do offer, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching with that. Um, and then actually my postpartum program will be launching actually in exactly a month from today uh, will be my postpartum yeah. recovery program. Yes. So, um, and I, I have, you know, a freebie that I would love to share with your audience if they want um, the six exercises um, that every mom should be doing postpartum, even if you hate exercising. Um, that's a great resource um, also to have. And then, um, yes, if you're interested in the program, you can head to my website and there is a wait list um, link for it. But I'm, you know, like I said, in mid-May, um, it will be launching. Perfect. That's amazing. Yes. And is this all virtual? Is this in person? Like, yes, this is, this is all virtual. Cool. Yes. Awesome. I know that's kind of, yes. sometimes it's, it's helpful with the new mom because you're like, I can't really just take the time to, to leave all the time. Right. So it's just at your right. disposal. So that's good. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yes. thank you for you're being welcome. here and thank sharing you your, me. yes. And thank you for uh, sharing your expertise and all of Jackie's information will be in the show notes. So if you want to contact her, please do. It sounds like an amazing program and I highly recommend it to all listeners who are maybe struggling postpartum with their physical health and all of that. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Be kind to yourself and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode on Motherhood Unedited where we are getting real and raw about the mom life. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it gave you some clarity on your own motherhood journey. Don't forget to download and share the episode with anyone you feel who could truly benefit from the message. Also, if you have enjoyed listening to Motherhood Unedited, please take a moment and write a review. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. My goal with this podcast is to give back to mothers everywhere in a variety of ways. Right now, the place that I am putting much of my focus is in the Ukraine. That being said, for every review I receive, I will be donating a dollar to UN Women USA to help mothers and children who are fleeing and fighting for their lives in the Ukraine. Every woman and child deserves to feel loved and safe. Your support means more to me than you know. Lastly, if you are a mother struggling right now, please connect with me. My practice, Mindful Reflections, is here to help any way that we can. Check out my website at mindfulreflections.com. Thank you again for tuning in. See you next week.